What's up, everybody? I know it's been a long time. It's been over a year, I think, since the last time I did a show. Um, I'm having some technical difficulties because it's been so long since I've done this. I feel like I'm starting from the from the beginning. Um, I got a, a little bit of a different setup because I'm in a different house and a different country and a different continent. Um, so I'm trying to work out the bugs. It's been it's been a while, so some things are not working the way that they should but uh, hopefully you guys can hear me hopefully my voice sounds clear hopefully it sounds the same hopefully there's no weird background noises or you know whatever you may hear some stuff beeping in my house washer dryer work phone whatever you might hear some birds flying by whatever too but um yeah it's been a long time so just to give you guys a quick synopsis of you know what's been going on with me i was uh, and there was a dog barking I don't have a dog, so it's like the neighbors. But anyway, um, left San Antonio, moved back to uh, to Germany. I'm living in a really, really small town. I think there's like 3,000 people here. Um, I'm living in the state of Bavaria. Um, it's my first time living in Bavaria. You know, every other time I've, for the most part, I've lived in Baden-Württemberg, which is where Stuttgart's the capital of. Um, and then, you know, in the early 2000s, I lived in another state called uh, Rhineland-Pfalz. But yeah, so back in Germany, um, you know, back in the, the heart of it, back in, you know, the Bundesliga world, um, been here since probably about February or end of January, I think I moved back. Um, so yeah, back in Germany. No, I've been back since February. I have not been able to attend any games live in person, not yet at least. Um, sadly, Stuttgart is still working on their stadium. Uh, it's not supposed to be completed until I think December. Um, so they're missing the whole like southern end of the stadium. There's no seats. So getting tickets was was really hard. It seemed like the cheapest tickets you could find were like 80 euro, you know, so and I'm not going to go to a game by myself. Um, and, you know, speaking of Stuttgart, they had a really, really, really contentious uh, season for different managers. Um, ended up going into the, the relegation playoff, which was stressful played against uh, Hamburg, who is a team that, you know, for like 70 years, they were in the top flight of German football, and they've been struggling to get back. I think this is like their second or third year in a row that they were in the relegation playoff. That, you know, the second Bundesliga, too, this, this year was kind of wild. It really came down to the last day. I think Hamburg was in like second place um, at one point, and, you know, Heidenheim did something on the very last day. I didn't really get the, to see it. I just saw, you know, some stuff from it where the fans rushed the field, and you know, there was some confusion as to who finished in first, second, and third, because you know the first two are automatic, and the third place, uh, third place team places the places sixteenth team from the top tier from the Bundesliga, which happened to be Stuttgart this year. Uh, but yeah, it was it was really weird. We thought we were going to be playing Heidenheim in the playoff, which is you know because Heidenheim is not too far away from Stuttgart. Ended up you know seriously, it was like ninety seventh minute somehow Heidenheim scored a goal and they ended up winning the league. And I think coming in they were in third place. It was it was just really wild but but anyway um yeah stuttgart somehow we uh first leg we played at home um we beat hamburg three to zero. Second leg uh, we beat them three to one um you know and that that sounds like a blowout you know six to one or whatever but that second leg was pretty contentious because uh you know they they scored a goal early so the score was three to one and anything can happen at that point you know what i mean plus you're playing in Hamburg, their fans, they want to get back to the top flight. 
they kind of feel like they got robbed because of what happened on the last uh, the last season, or excuse me, the last game day in the last seconds of the second Bundesliga season. So yeah, it was just it was it was a wild wild kind of thing. Luckily, Stuttgart was able to uh, you know to pull that win out. Silas got a late goal. Milo scored both the goals for Stuttgart in that game. Um, it was it was yeah it was just a I gotta check that I don't know if Milo scored both but. Um, it was just a really, really contentious season. You know, Stuttgart, a lot has happened. <laughs> uh, but luckily, you know, we're still in the, we're still in the Bundesliga. Um, the st- schedule will be released uh, June 30th, which definitely looking forward to. Um, it, it's crazy because even though I did not get to, see, to go to a Stuttgart game since I've been here since February, I did get to see them play, you know, this season technically. Um they came to Austin, Texas. If you can believe that, Stuttgart came to Austin, Texas, and played Clone um, in the Q2 stadium where uh, Austin FC plays. Uh, you know, normally Texas is pretty has pretty decent weather, especially in November. Um, but for whatever reason, that game it was freezing. Um, it, it was just it was bad. <laughs> the weather was terrible. And then of course the following week, I think when when kickoff happened in that game, I think the temperature was like 37 it might have been 42 i don't know fahrenheit um and then the following week <laughs> the low temperatures were in like the 70s so it, it was it was just pretty crazy but it was cool to be able to see them my team play in my country um it was it was pretty it was it, it was shocking it was kind of weird when the announcement came out they were even playing that game i was like that that can't be right but it was they did i got to see that game and they won four to two uh, which is pretty nice, you know. I got to see a whole bunch of uh, the, the players, even though they um, they had just fired their American coach right before that game, um, so he didn't make that trip. Uh, I was kind of hoping to, you know, be able to see him, um, you know, in person. But uh, yeah, it, it 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 was just a great game. It was it was cool to see, cool to be able to to chant with the other Stuttgart fans. I was actually surprised how many Stuttgart fans there are in the states that made the trip to Austin. It was only an hour away from me, but, you know, there are people that are coming from, like, Washington State and, you know, Ohio and stuff like that to come and see Stuttgart. It was it was, it was was pretty interesting. So I'm hoping this year, hopefully, I'll be able to, um, you know, get to see them play, uh, even though the stadium's still under construction. Um, but I'm really, really hoping. They're, they're in the Bundesliga, so hope hopefully um, I'll get a chance to see them, even though the ticket prices, to me, seem a little bit high. And I think they're kind of compensating or trying to because of the stadium construction. I'm not 100% sure, but those ticket prices seem to be a little bit higher than than what I'm used to. So, um, again, you know, back in Germany, uh, the Euros are going to be here next year. So uh, let's see the stadium in Munich, which I think is like two hours away from where I live. Uh, and the stadium in Stuttgart will be hosting matches. That's why they're doing the uh, the renovation of the stadium in Stuttgart. So uh, Stuttgart is only 90 minutes away from me. Um, so I'm looking forward to be, being able to, to go to a game, to see whoever, you know, maybe, you know, both my sons like Cristiano Ronaldo, hopefully, maybe if he's playing, we'll get a chance to see Portugal, um, you know, but to see some of these other players that, you know, you normally don't get to see, we don't necessarily have to see the big teams. Um, but this will be my first like international tournament. And I, I don't care what I have to do, beg, borrow, steal. Um, I will be getting tickets to a game. I don't care if I have to go see, you know, I don't know, Albania versus Hungary or something like that. I don't, I don't really care. I just want to be able to, to go to a game. Last time I was living here, the World Cup was here in 2006, and I didn't get to see any of those games. Even though I was living in Stuttgart, um, but, you know, I had to 
you know, go off for some work stuff. So I wasn't able to, uh, to, to partake in any of the games like live. Um, got to watch them on TV, but I didn't get to, to go to them. But this year, I am definitely, definitely, well, next year, because Euros are next year, but next year, I'm definitely going to uh, be attending a match. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, you know, there's so much craziness has happened in the last season. We had the World Cup. You know, Messi finally got the World Cup. He finally, I guess, has that validation. You know, people calling him the greatest of all time. You know, that that's one of those things that will be up for debate for uh, for a really, really long time. Um, you know, I, I can say that he's probably one of the greatest of his generation. Um, definitely, you know, in my lifetime, I mean, I was alive when Maradona was playing, but I was like a little kid. Didn't really care about um, soccer back then. I didn't really get into it until, you know, much, much later. Um, but, you know, congrats to him. He 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 did it. I mean, I think I was on the uh, the Soccer Stupid podcast, which changed his name for it was Soccer Stupid. Then it came to give me footy or give me death. And now it's back to Soccer Stupid. But I've been on their show like two times in the last few months. And, you know, just talking about how Messi, he's accomplished essentially everything that he's that he set out to. I think there's only been one competition that he was in that he did not win the trophy. And that was the Coupe de France. And obviously now he will never get a chance to win that because um, unless you've been living under a rock, uh, everybody knows that Messi has left PSG and now he is going to be playing for David Beckham's Inter Miami in Miami. Um, I guess the contract has been signed. He's getting, you know, a similar David Beckham type uh, deal where he gets to potentially have some type of ownership stake, whether that's an Inter Miami or his own team later on. He's getting some of the Apple TV money because, you know, Apple has the, the exclusive deal with MLS now. And because he's an Adidas athlete and Adidas, you know, furnishes all the kits for every single team in the MLS. He somehow is going to be getting some of that money on the back end, which, you know, good for him. I mean, he could have went to Saudi and probably made a billion dollars playing over there for two years. I guess he decided that he'd rather have his family living in Miami as opposed to living in Riyadh or some other city or Jeddah in um, in Saudi Arabia. So uh, everybody's heard that, you know, those tickets, I guess some of the tickets for Inter Miami were like twenty nine dollars to, you know, for decent seats, I guess. And then as soon as Messi signed the deal. Some of those tickets skyrocketed up to like five hundred dollars. So, um, I plan on being in uh, Miami next year because I'm gonna go to Florida for vacation next year. Um, I just don't know. I would love to get to see Messi play, but I just don't know if I'm going to spend that kind of crazy money to see Messi play when next year is also the Euros, and I'll be able to see some other, you know, top shelf players play um, next year in the Euros. So I don't know. We'll see. I would love to be able to see Messi play in person, but. Not for not for those crazy prices. I don't I don't know. So maybe I guess maybe if it was like a World Cup final, I could think about it, but or Champions League final maybe. But um, just for an MLS game, I I don't know. But that's not to not to poop on MLS or anything. But uh, yeah, so we'll see. But yeah, that's like the big news. Uh, there's been a whole bunch of people that have made the exodus to Saudi to include Kareem Benzema. Uh, obviously, Ronaldo has already been over there. I guess Uncle Conte is either about to sign or has already signed um they're just trying to scoop up a whole bunch of players to pump up their league because they're going to bid for the 2030 world cup um yeah i guess we'll see what happens i think and i think uh the uefa president said something similar that 
he thinks that Saudi's making the same mistake that China made. So remember, China was bringing in a whole bunch of players, offering them ridiculous contracts, you know, like $100 million for a year, $200 million for a season or whatever. Now they're not doing that. They're, the league kind of folded. I don't know. They've been putting a lot of money, I guess, into grassroots stuff. But their league is not what it was at one time. They had all these names and they started implementing all these changes and restrictions on foreign players. Um, yeah, so now I'm, I'm not even sure how their league is faring right now. But it seems like Saudi Arabia is doing the same thing. I, I get it. I, I totally understand they're trying to do it to you know, bring attention to their league. But is that going to make their players better? You know, Saudi had that shock win over um, Argentina in the World Cup, but I don't know. I mean, obviously they have, you know, good and decent players, but I would think that you would want to develop your players through academies and grassroots and pumping money in that way versus, you know, spending a crap load of money on players that are, you know, I'm not a professional athlete, so I can't really talk crap, but they're, you know, towards the twilight end of their years. Um, just to sell tickets and hope that that you're going to uh, make your players within your league better just by bringing in some of these big names. But who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they won't end up going the same route as China. Maybe their league will, will thrive. Ronaldo said it could be one of the top five leagues in the world. I mean, who knows? I mean, I got, we'll, we'll just have to see what uh, what happens. So going forward, um, I made some notes. I've already pretty much jumped into a whole bunch of that, but this this is kind of going to be all over the place because I've been gone for so long, you guys. Um, not that I haven't been talking soccer slash football, but I feel like I'm not even a podcaster anymore. I feel like I, I really have to get back into this, um, you know, to include more of the technical side because, like I said, my setup is completely jacked up. Um, but anyway, so everybody knows that Man City has won the treble, second English team to do it, um, but also... You know, Man City is the team that I follow in the EPL, but uh, they have like over 100 financial fair play violation charges against them. Um, so I guess we'll see what happens with all that. Uh, there's talk that they could get relegated, um, you know, put down into the championship or worse. Um, there's a possibility that they may have to uh, suffer a points deduction for this upcoming season. Now, I don't think any of these are UEFA because remember that whole UEFA thing happened a couple of seasons ago, too. I think all of this is just England. So we'll see. But, you know, 100 charges is, is a lot. And, you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of scary. But uh, I saw a thing that someone was saying it was, it was a picture. It was a meme. Pep Guardiola holding a Champions League trophy. You know, it's his third that he's won. He won two with Barcelona. And it said, this uh, Champions League win is great. It feels just as great as when Lance Armstrong won his seven <laughs> Tour de France's. So a lot of people are expecting Man City to, you know, to fall for something serious to, to, to happen. I guess we'll see. This thing could drag on for years. Who knows what they could win? You know, they might they might go for the septuple where they win the treble that they already won, they add the League Cup, Community Shield, UEFA Super Cup, and the FIFA Club World Cup. I mean, that's seven trophies. Um, they can't do it this season because they can try to get you know the Community Shield, the UEFA Super Cup, and the Club World Cup, but they didn't get that, that uh, League Cup. So who knows? They may try to do it again next year. We don't know. But um, these charges, they're not going to go away. Uh, I'll be interested to see what happens, what what comes of it, but uh, yeah, 
I just I hope they don't get a points deduction. I think a points deduction at this point will probably be actually the best for them because they definitely do not want to get relegated to where they're in the championship or, you know, even worse, which I don't know if they can drop them two leagues, but who knows? Stranger things have happened. I would feel sorry for a lot of teams in the championship if Man City was in there, especially if like not, there's no kind of sanctions against, um, you know, players that play on the team somehow having to lose their position or something. I have no idea. I'm not a lawyer, but... Um, yeah, it'd be rough for some of those championship teams to play against Man City. But uh, but anyway, congratulations to them. They finally did it. Uh, Inter Milan put up a pretty, pretty good fight. Um, that game really, really came down to the wire. Rodri scored the winner. It was a 1-0 game. Um, and as I mentioned, they'll be playing in the FA Community Shield, the UEFA Super Cup, and the FIFA Club World Cup um, in the following months. The Club World Cup won't be till December, but you know the season will open with the Community Shield. And I think... Right after that is the UEFA Super Cup, which they will play against. Uh, they will play Sevilla in that because they won the uh, the Europa League. So that should be a pretty good game. Um, speaking of Spain, last night we had the UEFA Nations League. Um, I did not watch much of this game because it, it went to extra time. Uh, I was trying to get up to, to go for a run this morning, which ended up in the snooze. I did get the run in. It's just two hours later than I planned to. But Spain defeated Croatia. Uh, it was 0-0 after full-time, um, and Spain ended up winning on penalties 5-4. to Cabajal scored the winner. Uh, yeah, it's the Nations League. You know, people will say what they want about it, that they're just glorified friendlies. You know, there's a trophy at the end. Um, it's not the European Championship by any stretch of the imagination, but it is still a trophy for, for a lot of these players. You know, congratulations to Spain. Kind of sucks seeing Modric, who again is a runner-up, um, hasn't really won anything major for uh, for Croatia, and it's it's sad to see. You know, it really is sad. Um, on the other side of the ocean, the U.S. defeated Canada last night in the Concacaf Nations League. So, the U.S. has won the first iteration of the Concacaf Nations League. Then they won the Gold Cup. I should say we, and now we've just won the Nations League. So the last three Concacaf national team competitions the u.s has won and the gold cup um well that, that'll set us up for the for the next iteration of the gold cup um when that comes um the u.s team is actually looking pretty good despite some turmoil that we had after the world cup uh greg berhalter got fired because of the whole thing with uh, uh Gio reyna and his parents and Berhalter and his wife or ex-wife there was some domestic violence stuff or whatever so he got released there was a search for a new coach there was some crazy talk people were talking about Mourinho people were talking about all kinds of crazy names that could potentially coach the uh, the US national team I want to even say that I heard somebody mention Arsene Banger which would have been crazy but um the US now you know I guess we you know okay I, I will say that CONCACAF is not the juggernaut that you know UEFA or uh Common Bowl is at all but uh, you know it, it's a start and, you know, we had a decent showing at the World Cup. We made it out of our group. Um, we're picking the right people. There are some people who I won't mention that, you know, we kept picking for years and years that probably shouldn't have been there. And, you know, now we have those, uh, we have the right pieces, you know. I mean, it, to me, it just seems like the team is is finally doing what we can. We defeated Mexico in the Nations League semifinal, which was a crazy game. I think there was like four red cards in that game. And who knows how many yellow cards. 
And then this up and coming Canadian team, which that team is pretty scary. They, they have a lot, a lot of talent on that team. And I don't know, you know, it could be fatigue because uh, this was a long season. A lot of people forget that we had a World Cup in, in the middle of the European season. Um, didn't really affect uh, the guys that play in the MLS, but it's it's been a long season, you know. So there's just a lot. I mean, Canada, they're a great team, um, young team, and uh, they got they got a lot of stars on that team. And I, I definitely they're going to be a threat in Common Bowl over the next like five or six years, like for sure. Uh, I don't know about Mexico so much anymore. I mean, they're always going to be there, but it seems like now that rivalry has kind of shifted from U.S. Mexico to U.S. Canada. Uh, and Canada is going to be a problem in the future. That that team is is really, 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 really good. So, yeah. Um, so many transfer craziness to talk about. A lot of people call it the silly season. Um, aside from, from Messi, uh, I... <laughs> You know, I've been talking to Kyle Walker from Man City. is going to be going to Bayern, which would be terrible. Um, Bayern, you know, they they just barely survived. They they, I'll say this: they won the league because of Dortmund's mistakes. Um, you know, I'm a diehard Stuttgart fan. Stuttgart, we were able to hold Dortmund to a three-three draw, taking two points away from them, and they were level on points with Bayern at the end of the season. The only reason Bayern won the league was because of goal differential, and you know, they just, Dortmund, they just gave up a whole bunch of goals in situations where they definitely shouldn't. Um, they, they should have won the league. Bayern was, you know, they, they got rid of, I can't think, oh, Julian Nagelsmann for Thomas Tuchel. Tuchel, <laughs> they got knocked out of the, what? They got knocked out of the Deutsche Pokal and the, the Champions League after Tuchel took over. Should have stuck with Nagelsmann. But, you know, there's that perfection mentality they have in uh, in Bayern. And I don't know, this year it just didn't, it didn't work out for them at all. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I'm hoping, hopefully, hopefully next year Stuttgart will be able to challenge for at least a European spot. I don't care if it's the, the UEFA Conference League. I would just love for Stuttgart. We don't even have to, I just want to be in the top 10. I'm tired of you know, 13th being what we're shooting for. I want us to be right there. If we finish in eighth place and we just miss a European spot, uh, I'll call that season a success. But this crap that we've been doing, you know, at the end of last season, we scored a, like a 93rd minute goal to to take us to six, or 15th so we didn't have to play in the relegation playoff. This year, we played in the relegation playoff. Yes, we, we beat up on Hamburg, but that's not a place for us to be. Like we need to be up higher. Union Berlin, the team that, that knocked us down in the relegation playoff like four years ago, they finished third this year in the Bundesliga. They're going to be playing in the Champions League next year. I don't. Even, they can't even play Champions League matches in their stadium because their stadium is so small. They have to play in newly relegated side Hertha Berlin's Olympic Stadium for their their Champions League matches. If you can believe that, Union Berlin. This is this. They had never been promoted to to the Bundesliga until they beat Stuttgart, and now they're about to play in the Champions League. Why can't we do that? What what are, what are we doing? Like, I don't want to go on a like a, a, a crazy stupid rant, but why is it that Union Berlin? I'm not trying to take anything away from them. They have amazing fans. Obviously, their their team is great. But what is it that they're doing that we're not? I'm not trying to take anything out of their mouths. I'm just trying to 
I'm trying to have Stuttgart eat too, and not not at the bottom. We basically not basically we finished last in the Bundesliga because 17 and 18 get relegated. We finished in 16th and we survived, but we still finished in last place. We are the last team to to secure our spot in the Bundesliga for next year, and that's terrible. And it's it's like it's embarrassing too. It really is. I, I can't tell you how many times I'm always like next season, next season, next season. So I'm hoping that this upcoming season we can do something else. I wanna I wanna chill on the last day of the season. Yes, okay, if we're in twelfth place but we're safe, I wanna be able to chill. I wanna be able to enjoy my beer while I'm watching the game. I don't wanna be stressed out and you know having to look at other scores to see where we're gonna finish, if we're gonna finish in an automatic uh, relegation spot or if we're gonna finish in the playoff or in fifteenth. I want I wanna be able to chill at the end of the season. Being a Stuttgart supporter, like the last few seasons, it, it, it really has come till the last day of the season. And I, I want to be able to chill. Yes, teams like Augsburg or whatever, they're not playing for anything. I mean, they, they know they're safe. They're not playing for a European spot or anything. They're just playing for places. I want to be there, too. I mean, I know that's, that's low-hanging fruit. But I, I, I don't want to be I don't want to be in the bottom four. Ever. And Stuttgart shouldn't be. We shouldn't be. We should be challenging teams for those European those European places. Teams like Freiburg. We really should be. And I'm just so, so sick of the last day of the season. Biting my nails down to the cuticle. Not enjoying my beer. Stressing because I don't know where we're going to be next season. <laughs> oh, it's so terrible. It is so terrible terrible but all right i want to end this on a high note so again stuttgart is in the bundesliga schedule will be released on june 30th hopefully we have a, a you know decent schedule it doesn't really matter um to me the, the schedule doesn't really matter because it's not like the nfl you know you play everybody at home you play everybody away so um it doesn't really matter you know when the games fall I guess maybe the international breaks in the beginning of the season might mess up something or whatever, but it doesn't really matter. So we're in the Bundesliga next year. Hopefully we can we can do something. Hopefully we can challenge for something. Um, this is going to be a relatively quiet summer, hopefully. Maybe there won't be too many crazy transfers. I guess we'll see how uh, Inter-Miami, how they're trying to build their squad while Saudi Arabia is trying to scoop up all these players. Um, but yeah, hopefully... Yeah, a few months, the first three games of the season, Stuttgart can have six points. That that would be great. That would be great. And hopefully I'll be able to, to see them playing a game next season in Stuttgart. Hopefully I don't have to go see them or you know try to see them play someplace else. Um, the only good benefit, if they would have got relegated, yes, I would have been pissed. But the only benefit is that there's two teams, like 45 minutes away from me, that play in the second Bundesliga um, that I would have been able to go see them I would have been able to go see Stuttgart play two times um, at those stadiums, Nuremberg and Firth. But luckily they didn't. So, um, and, you know, another thing I'm planning on doing is every, every month um, for the, you know, for the foreseeable future, me and my family are going to go to a different country to go watch a game. So I think France is going to be the first one. Then we'll go to Austria, someplace else. We're just going to try to hit a different month. I just haven't done the plan out yet. So if anybody, if any of you guys are listening, I know that, you know, 
a bunch of my listeners have fallen off because I hadn't been recording much. But those French listeners, because you guys were my bedrock, um, I'm going to try to go uh, have the family go to a game at Strasbourg or maybe even Metz. Um, if you guys want to meet up, take some pictures or, you know, whatever, uh, if you guys are still around, if you guys are still listening, hopefully, uh, just reach out to me, Twitter, Instagram, uh, or just send an email, uh, 90plusET at gmail.com. Um, it'd, be, it'd be greatly appreciated. So I'm trying to plan this whole kind of tour thing out. And I just don't know how we're going to hit some of these countries when. Because uh, obviously we're going to be like neutral fans in most of these stadiums. So the Stuttgart's not playing anywhere outside of Germany. <laughs> so, um, But yeah, I'm going to try to keep this short. Keep it under a half an hour. Uh, but yes, I am back. Back in Germany. Back doing the podcast. Um, I want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, I'll talk to you guys next week. And that's it. Thanks. Bye.